With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, a.k.a. All About the Real Housewives, a.k.a. All About the Truth. We recap the latest Real Housewives of New Jersey episode today and talk about Joe Gorka struggling to keep his cool when his son spoke to Teresa and her daughters. Plus, we go over the Jennifer and Bill's very uncomfortable therapy session and tons more. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. So I feel like we have so much to cover on tonight's episode, but we have even bigger news. Chantel, do you want to tell us what happened this weekend? I got engaged. How <laughs> crazy. Do you feel different? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I no, actually I do. I feel very relieved, which is such a weird um feeling probably. I don't to think feel, that's but... weird. I think oh, that's okay. pretty common. <laughs> relieved and happy for sure so yeah that happened this weekend which was crazy and you were there for it you like helped him do half the things yeah so this has been a very hard secret to keep and I'm just glad it's finally done and over I know (laughs) that's it I'm so freaking happy and he did it in a really cool way Chantel why don't you tell us oh yeah so well he asked me to brunch at his parents' house. So I went and then he like had like avocado toast there for me to make. So I'm making avocado co- toast for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like, where's the brunch? Like, am I making the brunch here? And then like long story, he ended up like giving me this like really cute book, which you helped him make with a bunch of pictures of us. We've been dating for three years. So it was definitely time. Yeah, and, Chantel was about to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, do not wait longer than three years. If you're, I'm 30 though. So if you're like 22... Take yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. But at this point, it's like TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so the book had a bunch of pictures. And at the very end, it said, like, I can't wait for more adventures. Come outside for the next adventure. So we go outside. And then, like, he had this, like, plane flying. They, they live in a lake, so which was nice. So it was, like, beautiful scenery. And then um, there was a plane flying. And then there was a banner that says, Chantel, will you marry me? Yeah. But you guys, we live in Michigan, so it was like 30 degrees. And I'm like, okay, can I go inside? Because it was like five minutes until this plane came. And I'm like, what's happening? And I knew at that point he was going to propose because of that book. So, But it was like freezing for five minutes. So I was like, okay, let's go inside. I'm just guys. glad you wore pantyhose, which I know that oh, sounds yes. pantyhose. But you were outside for a minute. And you I know freezing your ass off. So I was really happy to see that you had those on when I saw you. I know, because usually I'm not like that. I'm like, I wear sandals in like 20 degrees. Oh my God, she never wears a jacket. (laughs) It's the weirdest thing ever. And she always, yeah, she always wears sandals and she never wears socks. And she'll come to my house after work or something. And I'm like, why are you wearing that? It's freezing. It's like 10 inches of snow outside. 
And it's just, it's a lot. She's always been like that her whole life. Like growing up, she never even wore shoes. She was always near <laughs> And really I appreciate, dirty. I appreciate all the love on her Instagram. Cause I think you posted it, right? So everyone yeah. Kept, okay. Yeah. So if you guys want to see a picture of us, I think she has it on there. Yeah. And I saved it to our highlights. And oh we, yeah. And so many people had so many sweet things to say about Chantal. I, I responded to most of it. Cause Chantal's the worst human. Remember we talked no, about that. I, well, first of all, I just got engaged on Sunday and I'm exactly. <laughs> And like I was hungover yesterday, and then like finally today, I'm like feeling like a little bit more normal. I know. Even today, you're like, I'm really tired, and I'm like, <laughs> get over it, sweetie. We still have a job. You're engaged, <laughs> but we still got a job to do. People want to hear us. No, I'm super excited. I like I love New Jersey, so recap recaps for New Jersey are always the best. I actually like enjoy recapping Miami, which is weird because I feel like still a lot of people don't watch it. Because of Peacock, you, we, we, we say it, we said, right? Yeah, that they don't yeah. watch it or something. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, congratulations, Chantel. Thanks, girl. We are excited for you. And we're hoping that she has a destination wedding, which is so not normal for, you know, our culture to do a destination wedding. But I'm definitely not going to ask my sister-in-law to walk in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Her sister-in-law is about to, uh, Chantel's sister-in-law is about to pop a baby. It's her third baby. Yeah. No. And, and like, <laughs> yeah, I was just kidding. Oh, well, well, you'd have to ask, um, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Cause he has a sister. Yeah. Oh yeah. He does. Yep. Well, now I'm curious. Are you going to ask her? I don't know if I'm going to have bridesmaids. So if I have bridesmaids, bridesmaids, then yeah, I would. If I don't, then I'm just going to have a maid of honor. So we'll see. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about that. But yeah, I would absolutely I would absolutely ask her. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. If my first wedding, though. If it's my, if it's my second wedding, I'm not asking her probably. But yeah. we'll see. <laughs> Hi, girl. If you're listening, well, now you have your husband listening and or your fiance, and he's probably like, "Okay, don't ever talk about my sister in that podcast ever again." <laughs> Which that's fine. He's being loyal to his sister, but yeah. Uh, but we are very, very excited for her, and we will keep you guys up to date. Because actually, we got a lot of feedback that people are like, "We want to hear more about you," um, in, in about you know Chantel's life and my life and. We're again, we're going to do like an about page. We're going to do things like that. An about page, not an about page. We're going to do more, just more about us is what yeah, we'll do. Yeah, we'll do like about me podcast. Yeah, we said we'd have to get drunk. So, yeah, <laughs> to be continued. Anyways, actually wrote a lot of notes for this episode. But before we get into that, me and Chantal got to tell you something. So, you know, I do feel like when a lot of the accounts got removed, accounts that got deleted and got reported on Instagram. I allegedly, not for sure that I know this, do feel like Melissa and Joe were behind it. It's been, I'm still shocked till this day that Melissa hasn't blocked us on Instagram just because we do call her out on her crap. So I'm very, very shocked that she hasn't blocked us. She knows obviously who we are. You know, she talked about us on QT's in a pod, all that stuff. But I'm shocked that she hasn't blocked us. And uh, when some of those accounts got removed, a lot of them weren't, you know, Team Melissa. So I just always thought that. Well, when we put the podcast episode out of us responding to Melissa lying about us, some people had, not a lot, but a few people had issues listening to that. And there's no reason that they should have had issues listening to that. You know, we're through a, 
large company right now with a podcast. So I'm like, how could that happen? And I just was wondering, oh my God, what if Melissa reported us or something? Just because I do feel like she tries to report accounts and I blocked her off of all about TRH Instagram. I blocked Joe too. And then I blocked, uh, I blocked them off of the all about TRH podcast as well. And, uh, we on our personal pages could still see her account and uh, she blocked us. Which is so, I don't even follow her. So, and the fact that she found me is really weird. <laughs> well, and, you're on the all about TRH podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bio, okay. So yeah. She yeah. just randomly found us. We're on that. So she blocked us. Yeah. So she just blocked our, the fact that she took her energy to go do that. Like, whoa. I know we like, I, and, and there's always ways we can actually look at our page. It's not that serious, you know, if we really wanted to, but, um, I just thought it was so interesting. And by the way, guys, she did another interview. We talked, I'm pretty sure we said that she had nine interviews done in a row. She just did another interview today where she talks about Teresa's, uh, fans being bullies. To I'm her exhausted. I know I'm over it. I, I don't even have anything to say. If you guys look at the all about TRH Instagram account, we did just post a throwback video and it was basically Teresa saying, can you please stop having your sisters, your aunt, your mom talking about me? And uh, the reason that I'm sharing these things is because I feel like people who are, you know, really on Melissa's side, which is fine. I just feel like they're not invested and they don't, they don't know the things of, you know, ter Melissa's whole family tweeting negatively about Teresa while Teresa doesn't even respond to them. And Melissa, of course, she lies so much. She denies it. Then uh, she says they would never do that. Then she kind of admits it. Then she says, well, that Gia would do it, defend that and that uh, Melania. And I'm just like, did you watch that video, Chantal, that we posted? Yeah, the one that was like season three reunion or like season four reunion? It was season five. Oh, wow. And no, and it wasn't the reunion. It was actually their therapy session when they went to that weird place. You remember them speaking to a therapist? It was yeah, like in the yeah. Snow. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, we just had to say that, yeah, Melissa blocked us. So she's affected and <laughs> she blocked us. The reason I'm not, the reason I blocked her is because I literally feel like she's behind the, uh, again, I don't know this for sure. There are a few reasons why I think that, but I do think she's behind getting accounts removed, saying that, you know, Whatever she's saying, she's reporting it as like harassment or something. I don't know, but I mean, I get that she's, away. I get that she's mad and probably blocked her. But you guys, I never go and comment. I've not, I don't follow her. I've never commented on any of her posts. Even well, even she doesn't bad want work. you to see her stuff. Though. Yeah, that's, I know that's what it is. She I know. doesn't want you to see her stuff. She doesn't want you know. It gives us a reason to say something, and we call out a lie that another lie that we see, and she doesn't want any of us to see it. So. Yeah, I have a few of you guys who are messaging me some, though, because I was like, I can't see it. And they're like, oh, and they'll, and you guys will send me stuff. So thank you. But <laughs> just so we know, because I know right now everyone's supposed to be a little bit lower key and low key or whatever. But anyways, let's let's start with the episode. I just had to give that update because you guys were loving our last two episodes and I had to give that update. But this episode starts off at a Paul's bachelor pad. And he tells Dolores to keep what she has on. She was like looking for an outfit. I don't know where she was going, but what she's wearing is a tight dress. And then Paul says, it's, it's nice. He likes when she wears a tight dress. Cause it makes her, cause she waddles. And if my <laughs> husband talked about me waddling, best believe I better be nine months pregnant or I'm not accepting it as a compliment. So I just had to say that because I don't, 
I, men don't ever tell your girlfriend that they're waddling. I don't that not his house. Man. By the way, his house is stunning. Yeah, it's a typical bachelor pad, but, but like a nice bachelor pad. Yeah, you don't know designer stuff, but like all his appliances are like Mila. Like it's crazy. Like it's it's yeah, like really know. rich and lu- luxurious. Yeah. See, I'm the type of person who can find something that's like a knockoff and looks better than the expensive thing. <laughs> Just saying. So yeah, I don't know that stuff. I can. And I when we do see him later on so i won't talk much about it but his accent comes through a lot like his irish accent which is so shocking sometimes when you when it you hear is it weird. yeah, yeah. It's such a uh, yeah irish is like a strong is it irish like it's like a strong yeah, accent. I think so. my gosh like that is such a strong mm-hmm. accent but people say we have like the strongest accent so i mean it's so interesting all walks of life how different we sound yeah now, Margaret's wrist surgery gets one second on the show, and we mentioned the fact that we're rewatching Orange County a lot, but when they get surgery do- surgeries done, don't you feel like we typically see a lot more of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's how, that's how you know Margaret is so insignificant and has nothing to bring in her scenes when she's alone without the housewives. And I'm so confused. One second. I know, and I'm so c- confused on why we're still talking about her wrist when it's been five episodes where we know you've hurt your wrist. It's fine. Exactly. Move that's on. So true. Like you have nothing going on that we're still going on about your wrist when it could have been in a whole, like, you know, you fell down at the skating rink, you're going to need to get surgery. But we're just constantly talking about it. And that's all we're talking about when it comes to Margaret. And that's Mm -hmm. a problem. Bravo producers, that's a problem. Big problem. Yeah. And then, so Teresa meets with her therapist. And she's asked how she feels, you know, going into the wedding. And Teresa says she's in a happy place. And she's with someone who makes her a better person. And anyone who's in a relationship knows how important that is. You know, Teresa explains she's never believed in therapy, but has been doing it for six months. She always thought she could fix herself, but realizes she has a reacting issue. And she had previously said that she gets that from her dad. And I feel like that's pretty common when you come from a cultured background. I think we touched on that a little bit. And, you know, cultured, you know, our parents, I don't think I know anyone our parents' age who's ever seen a therapist, ever. Never. Not saying that Teresa's, our, actually, Teresa is not far off. My mom's 58, but, okay, just kidding. I hope no one hears that and is like, oh, my gosh, but um, I don't know. I, I feel like it's so not common, so I think it's great that she is seeing a therapist just because – I know it's she's trying so we have to give her that like she's trying even though when like sometimes when when, in her therapy some of the comments she was making I'm like okay girl no you you are like this but she's still trying like she's sitting there but she's holding herself accountable which is rare for these jersey people because she said invulnerable which is huge she's like my delivery isn't good and she's like I want to work on communication that's a big deal you know these girls don't really own their crap you know so it's it's nice that she's actually doing that and then she recalls boys night being bad because joe gorka kept saying f you to louie in front of the group and i can only imagine how much shit Teresa would get if she did that to melissa in the beginning you know when melissa first came on the show and she did that in front of jacqueline in front of everyone and just said f you or whatever the heck joe was saying if she did that to melissa can you imagine it would not have been accepted yeah it would not have been accepted it would not probably get fired yeah but joe gets a pass it's the weirdest it's crazy princess princess gorka always gets a pass and Teresa says louis thinks joe gorka is hurting so she tells the therapist she called joe and asked to make peace and he agreed but then he doesn't show up to her house party and then Teresa tells her therapist she's hurt and Teresa says that 
you know, she brings up her dad again. She says he was stubborn. He didn't speak to his siblings over $200 and that he never told his kids he loves them. And then it wasn't until Teresa told Gia to say, I love you to her grandparents that they started to say it. And it's so interesting how the old school parents were, they were so stern and it takes a grandchild to soften them up because I feel like everything she's saying is so common. It's totally my parents. Like my parents, I didn't see them like act so like lovey-dovey until my sister just had her, her kids and my brother. Yeah. And, and that's like everyone I know, which is wh- for me, it's so crazy. Cause I feel like my parents were so lovey dovey. Yeah. And that's not normal. I know. It I feel like so not normal. Your mom, which is my aunt, she didn't, I think your mom growing up didn't like how our grandma was to her. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to do this to my kids. So she always made sure to tell you like, I love you and be there, which like my mom is the oldest out of them. And she like took after her mom and like, she never told us those things. She wasn't emotional. Oh my God. Your mom is so not emotional. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just when I think about it. Yeah. It's so crazy. I feel like my mom was the only one who was like that. And my mom's like voter old school, you know, she's like, you know, but she still came around to all my conferences. She was so involved with everything. And that's so not normal for our parents. And, uh, yeah, I, it, it is interesting with the whole, that you, you need a grandchild to soften up a little bit. And it's, it's also kind of shitty. It's cause it's like, why would you need a grant? But I feel like that's a lot of people. I don't even think that's a cultured thing. I think a lot of people they're, you know, just like so focused on working and whatever that it takes a grandchild where they're more relaxed and not stressed yeah. to show love and be happier. You, you know what I, you know what I, which, what it was crazy when she was talking to her therapist and bringing up her dad's temper and she, she does have a temper, not as bad as Joe's, but she does have like a, she reacts yeah. very fast. And she it's, said that. Yeah. And it's shocking that they don't understand that about each other till this, to this day. It's like, they both probably got that from their dad. They should give each other a little bit more leeway when it comes to it, but they yeah. just don't. It's, and it's crazy, exactly. but it's not, but it's different. Like you should never, your when your brother raises his voice at you and acts crazy to you, that's on a whole different ballgame than me. It just, it is what he shouldn't do that to her. If my brother at this age, now I remember growing up, I was like, dear diary. I hate my brother so yeah. much. I'll never <laughs> love him. I always thought that. And he's six years older than me. And I was like, I'll never be close with him. I hate him. I remember it. Cause I used to always write in a diary and now I love him, you know, obviously not now, but you know, in my twenties, it completely changed and it sucks though that it took twenties, but I feel like when I was younger, we were good, obviously. But, uh, if my brother spoke to me that way, I'd be like, who the hell are you talking to you? P U S S Y. Like, don't ever think you can ever speak to me like that. I think that's the weirdest thing for a grown man, let alone be your brother speak to you like that. Yeah. So weird. And then Teresa says she didn't grow up with her cousins and she doesn't want that for her kids. And side note, we're that we saw each other every Saturday and Sunday. We've talked about this. So I just cannot imagine, you know, living without my cousins, even my husband's family, like he has a brother and their kids are the same age and, or as my kids. And I always make an effort to have us be with each other because growing up, I look forward to the weekends and I loved being around my family. I loved being around people the same age as me that were my family. It was the best thing ever. And she brings up Antonia not coming to Melania Sweet 16 uh, and talks about how close they are. And they made the excuse of the cheer competition. But again, Melissa always blames activities. And this was a party that was held at night. And at this point, it's coming across as an excuse because Melissa uses it for everything. 
I was so sad. I was so sad. I don't know because because I did rewatch um New Jersey like recently, and Melania and Antonia, Roxanne, it's literally like me and you. They probably yeah. didn't hang out as much as of as us we as we did because like they have problems, but they always died for each other, died for each other. So the fact that she didn't go to her her sweet sixteen is it's crazy to me, and it's very sad. Yeah, and I and I'm bet- sure Antonia wanted to go, but like you have devil parents. Yeah. And who act like they're not, but they absolutely are. And I bet you that Antonia never misses an event when it comes to her sister's kids. Now, Melissa's sister's kids are way older, but they're always with each other. And uh, at this age, you know, for Antonia, it's probably, you know, it would be better if she had someone like a Melania who's her age to hang around with versus the older cousins. Now, as she grows, it'll be different. It won't matter what age you are because all us girls are, we we ranged, you know, anywhere right now from 30 to or 28 to 40. So, and we're all very close, but I just think, you know, at that age, you want someone who's the same age as you at that age, Chantel was coming to my high school because she, she didn't live by me. So she was coming to my high school as my guest. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. high schools allowed that. Why did high schools allow that? That's I don't so think weird. they do. Definitely not anymore. I don't think so either, but she was like, you know, she came like three times a year as my, I don't know why they would ever allow that. That is so weird to me. And she would just hang out with me. And why weren't you in school? See, Chantel's <laughs> mom did not give a shit about anything. You guys, like, she just like let Chantel do it. Chantel, it's crazy. You're this successful, amazing person. And like, like, I feel like you didn't have like guidance or something. I don't even know. She obviously had guidance, but just so much leeway. I feel like, I don't know. I'm an Aries and we just, we just get shit done. I know. <laughs> Seriously. It's so crazy. Anyways. So Teresa. Wait, um, wait oh, real quick, ahead. because it was crazy too. She, she even brings up that like all of Joe's side, like Melania's cousins on Joe's side, her ex-husband all came too. And like, like if anybody, those are the people that probably wouldn't show up because it's like, you know, when a divorce happened, things change, like, you know, who knows, but like, look and how Teresa they all doesn't talk to them and they yeah. still showed up and they look how they showed up for her, their cousin. And as, as they should, it shouldn't like, there was a divorce. Like there, there should be no, if they're showing up, they should, Antonia should show up. Yeah. She has no excuse not to show up. So did and the boys, did the boys show up? Do we know that or no? No one showed up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, I don't think was there. Garbage. Yeah. Absolute garbage. Like people wake up. I don't understand how people have her back. But anyways, Teresa says all the toxicity is a lot and Joe's temper scares her. The th- I like the therapist, by the way. She seems legit. And she tells Teresa, you can tell them that and tell them how you feel. And if nothing changes, the only thing you can do is move on. And I agree with that. I, I get family is family. We are so obsessed with our family. But that's not good for anyone's soul to deal with the same bullshit over and over again, let alone on national TV. It's not good. Yeah. And and you know what? That's exactly what she's, she's doing. She has yeah. to do, and she's trying to, and she's doing now. So like, thank God. She's done. I'm telling you guys, she's absolutely done. She wants absolutely nothing to do with them. It would, I'm like pigs fly is when she will be good with them. Okay. Like take that as fact, but I was going to forward Margaret's scene <laughs> because <laughs> I always do, but then Jen, Jen Fessler. Fessler. <laughs> yeah. And I like her. She's funny to me. So I tolerated the scene and Fessler asked Margaret if she is coming to the charity baseball event. And what a silly question. Cause of course, Margaret, she's not going to miss it. And Fessler says no one wants to see her run to first base. Like she always makes fun of herself which is kind of sad, but it's funny at the same time because she's just clowning. And I don't know. I, I like her. I like her. And, and I, I think she's very polarizing, though. I, I think a lot of people don't like her and a lot of people do. Like, I think there's no in between with her. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, 
and like and the fact funny. that she, I do think she is is a person that kind of takes sides a little bit. Like she was taking sides right away, but then t- this episode she kind of put Margaret in her yeah, place a little bit. She yeah, held Margaret accountable because Margaret yeah. was wrong in this situation. And yeah. Then so then we're at Jennifer's house and the kids are organizing. They're giving things away to charity, and Jennifer walks outside to meet Bill. And it's so relatable when they talk about it being summertime and asking whether kids have gotten to the point of saying I'm bored. I refuse to teach my kids the word bored because every parent's nightmare is hearing that over and over again. (laughs) So my daughter's four now. She doesn't know what that means yet, but I am just scared of that day because once that happens, like I feel like I'm going to get so annoyed of someone of her, of her saying, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. But I am someone who always does think not that Jennifer doesn't, but I always want to take my kids out because I myself am bored at home. So I like to leave and take them places but i just thought that was funny but then you guys wait real quick wouldn't you guys want a nightgown line from olivia she always is wearing a nightgown every time we see her she's in a nightgown and she should make one and i need one chantelle told olivia that yeah and i think it's such a good idea i swear she was wearing that nightgown the day that we met her she was wearing that nightgown i think she she said that she's like she's like 10 yeah yeah she said she had 10 like 10 of them i thought you said i i think she said she is 10 no i, like, I said okay. i feel like she thinks she ha- i think she says she has 10 of them oh, like she yeah. just loves nightgowns so i was like girl make some i know she told i would buy it how about i would freaking buy it? I, I need one that. that's a great idea i hope that she does follow through and she does that because that to me is a bestseller right there i don't yes. know uh, okay, so then, okay, so the so Jennifer tells Bill about what happened at Fessler's house and that she doesn't want Bill to be as nice to Margaret. She says, <laughs> I was yeah, cracking up with that. <laughs> she says that Margaret called her a disheveled drug addict. And I started cracking up when Jennifer was like, This is not disheveled. This is hair commercial. Hey, like, <laughs> she's, no, she really is reality gold. Like, she's so funny. And, uh, but why I, doesn't I'm, Bill like laugh at her? He's, I mean, maybe he's used to her. Like, oh my god uh, but i, I would crack up yeah I he's just like he's like still, i mean he, he he yeah he was like uh, and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i swear and then she jennifer says that at night she does smoke marijuana and you guys so jennifer is a syrian we are chaldean it's 90 percent similar there's a few things different but it's crazy to see someone in the middle eastern culture be so open about even smoking weed at night on she national tv her shit yeah she's always okay Point blank period. She owns that. She owned her her affair when it came out. She owned her, she owns herself saying nice things about her house, everything. She owns everything she does always. And and you guys don't understand. We come, Middle Eastern people come from the world of our parents. Of secrets contem- and lies. Yeah, secrets. And and our parents contemplating taking their life if we say one wrong thing and it gets out. So I can't even imagine what Jennifer's parents think when they watch this because it, it's so common with our, you know, with our parents to freak out about this stuff. You know, even in our culture, we live with our parents until we're married. Chantel deadass is 30 living at home right now. <laughs> okay. damn. <laughs> but you are. In- I know it's true. We have to like be married to like leave the house. We don't have to, but it's like looked you down upon. You don't like, know anyone who, you know, really yeah, everyone my, knows everyone. And uh, yeah, it's Chantel not worth the fight. 
Exactly. And it's honestly, it's nice at the end of the day because we save money. And while we don't agree with everything, we are in a home full of love and we're obsessed with our family. It's, it does get annoying. But I remember, I have to tell this story. So I had started a career at a corporate company in downtown Detroit in my early 20s. And I got a loft in downtown. And this was when downtown Detroit was completely redone. Dan Gilbert, I don't know if you guys know him, but he completely changed Detroit. So it was beautiful. And my parents wanted to die because I told my parents that I was going to move downtown and they couldn't stop me because at that point I had all about trh.com. I had this great position. I was doing well for myself. And most of the time parents hold money over your head, but our parents, they taught us independence. So I was like, I'm moving Bye. out. Yeah. I was like, you guys can't stop me. And I remember Chantel and my dad helping me move. And my dad was just so disappointed. They got around to it, but they thought it was the end of the world. If anyone found out that I moved, my mom lied to people, said I was still in school. But... Yeah. I remember them telling people you were in school. I'm like, she, oh my she's gosh. not in school. <laughs> yeah. They were literally telling people. And I would, I don't even know, was I like 24 at this point? And they were like, yeah, she's still in school. And I just remember the day Chantel took me with my dad. We were in a truck. Actually, Chantel just sent me a flashback of it on Snapchat. And my dad, he was a different person that day. The way he was, <laughs> he was so mean and so cold. And my dad's not like that to me at all. And he was so mean and cold, but I promise it was the best time of my life doing that. But my whole point of it is we, we can't do things like that. And if we do, it's the biggest deal in the world. And our parents are sitting there lying about, you know, what you're doing. So it's so nice to see this Middle Eastern girl be open about it and say, hey, we're normal too. We have these problems too. We're not going to pretend we have this perfect life. Don't you think? Yeah, no, I loved it. I, I really do love the way Jennifer acts and owns her stuff. She's just, she's so different than everyone else. Everyone tries to like do a facade and she's just not like that. And we're so not used to seeing it, especially yeah. in it, with a Middle Eastern person. So I'm sorry. That I I'm wonder if Bill watches the show because I think she said the marijuana thing in her confessional, right? Did she say that in her yeah, confessional? Yeah, she said it in her confessional. Yeah, because like I feel like if she said that in front of him while they were getting, you know, recording, he'd probably be like, what the hell? Yeah, he scares me a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. He totally scares me. He's I don't just know more, to... he's, I think he is just more, um, has that old school mentality of like you know like let's we don't have to, so we don't have to say school. everything we don't have to tell everyone everything you know type thing yeah and, and jennifer's it, like no yeah and jennifer's complete opposite and they basically had like an arranged marriage not really but they met one time and they met at i remember she she told a, a podcast that they met at a wedding they were she was i don't know they were both at a wedding and then they talked on the phone and he basically said okay you're gonna be my wife and so this was 20 years ago. That's super old school. Our generation is not like that at all, but that is super old school. That's like our parents. So I'm shocked that she did that, but I mean, cause she's still pretty young. Yeah. So it, but she got married also really young, but anyways, back to Margaret. So Margaret, you know, obviously called her a drug addict, which is such a big accusation. And what's sad is I didn't see anyone having Jennifer's back over it at all. I know. And like, if that ever was said on like any other housewife show, people would like, oh they, they make that the whole, the whole season storyline. Yeah. yeah. The whole season. No one would be able to drop it. But this is why we appreciate Fessler is because she tells Margaret that Margaret was spiraling and it wasn't like her to do that when, you know, they all went to Fessler's house and Margaret says Jennifer brought up her children, but this was after Margaret kept going in at Jennifer. And why is no one bringing up the drug out of comment? You know, even though, Fessler is holding her accountable. She's still not saying you told her she's a drug addict. That's a big deal. I think it's because it's so definitely like not true, even like a tiny bit that like no one's even giving it light. 
Yeah, and who the hell calls someone a drug addict over marijuana? I that's can't. the craziest thing. I, we're in 2023. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. And Jennifer tells Bill that everyone's afraid of Margaret, and it's because Margaret has shit on them, and it's absolutely true. Margaret has something on everyone. But, again, I do appreciate Fessler trying to hold Margaret accountable. Margaret said she doesn't care if she said terrible things. She won't look twice at Jennifer at the baseball game. I swear, I, I honestly, like, would would – um, pick Melissa over Margaret. Like I just don't like. I think Margaret. I would too. Yeah, I, think I would too. I really think I would too. First off, no offense, but to me, Margaret is very old for the show, and I don't know. I don't know. She's like in her. But see, isn't Vicky kind of old? But I love Vicky's personality. I don't know. Margaret just has nothing going on that I care about. That's relatable to a housewife. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Okay, so I just do not feel her. But, yeah, I, w- I would probably agree with you on Melissa, which is crazy because we are not Melissa fans. So that tells you everything. Bravo, get rid of Margaret, please. Please, please get rid of it. We please. need Please, if it's one person, you can get rid of Margaret. We'll keep yeah, Melissa for right now, you know? I know, just for now, for one season. That's yeah. Fine. We'll take one season. <laughs> but so Polly's having a heart procedure, and Polly talks about it with Dolores' dad. And Dolores, you can tell Dolores' dad loves Polly. And Dolores points out that Polly has told her that he's not dating just to date. And that's music to any woman's ears because don't waste my time. And he's letting her know, I'm, you know, I'm going to eventually marry you. I'm shocked he hasn't even proposed to her just yet. I know. Remember he told me he wasn't going to? <laughs> no, he didn't. I don't. Chantel thinks that Polly said that and I think we I think we had asked him when are you gonna put a ring on it and like, he made, he made it a he didn't joke. say no he just yeah he just was making it like not anytime soon okay yeah but I swear I don't even believe that happened I know he said something he said Chantel, it yeah Chantel keeps, I don't I didn't hear that I don't know so yeah it's maybe Chantel's right whatever but, but like anytime soon can mean like four months to people or like a year like I don't know what soon means to anybody so yeah it could, it could mean so many different things okay I do think that he's going to like he's taking her seriously oh absolutely I don't think he's playing her I think he's a good guy yeah he he's just like he's like a tip like he's like a man like yeah. you know I don't like you talking to your ex- Frank yeah like oh my gosh yeah it's too much though and so Dolores goes on a walk with her dad and he asks if she's happy and they bring up Frank and it's clear the picture painted is that when the kids were young Dolores did it alone and that's awesome that Dolores still let Frank in like she has but she's willing to basically cut you know Frank off now for Polly and it's like you didn't even cut him off when he wasn't even present around you and it doesn't sound like he was there for the kids i don't know i i i I think he was there for the kids because even he says like he was such a great dad um i just think he probably wasn't like i don't know i i I think what she's i don't think she needs to keep defending what that she wants to put polly first uh, more than frank like but no one's saying not to put him first it's okay they this is how their life has been the last 30 years so yeah it is it is a, a shock to frank that she's all of a sudden saying yeah, but and it's like, why, Polly? Why are you even uncomfortable with it? Who cares? Like, he has a girlfriend. I mean, maybe like maybe they were talking every day on the phone, and he thinks that's weird. I don't. We don't know the extent to it that they would text or call each other every single every single day. Maybe every time Dolores needed something, an oil change, this that, she would yeah, call that's Frank. Fine. Yeah, and now he's he's not. She's not. So maybe he he's sad about that, and and Polly doesn't want it. He's like, no, you call me. 
Which, yeah, but I think she does do that. I think Frank is just saying, when I call you, answer, and she doesn't even answer anymore. I think like that. I know. I think she keeps defending it because I do think maybe the friend group, they, they always, they brought it up even this this episode, which we'll yeah. talk about. So maybe that's why she just keeps hearing it. So she just feels the need she needs to keep defending her relationship with Polly and how she's so happy now. So she's putting him first. And I don't she know. does. She does look so happy. Like none of us believe she was happy with David. Nobody. Okay. No. It was just one of those relationships where you have to constantly defend and defend and defend and those are the worst type of relationships so i do feel like she's very very happy so i don't know but rachel that that new girl she meets with melissa they're they want to practice batting with the husbands and frank and Brittany join them hey brett hey, Brittany. <laughs> oh my god i literally put in my notes like <laughs> oh my god that's so funny it's um, nice seeing her on the screen yeah <laughs> I didn't expect you to say hey, Brit too. Well, you did last time actually. I basically copied you, but hey, Brit. Uh, but I was already not feeling the scene when I saw Rachel and Melissa and their husbands. But then I got happy when I saw Frank and Brittany walk in, I will say. And it's funny because Br- Brittany and uh, Rachel were friends or are friends. So, yeah. You know, even they did that the competition show. together. Yeah. Yeah. So they start talking about Polly and everyone agrees that Polly is different than the Mandalores has dated. And it's a hard pill to swallow because Frank is not used to this. Frank says he was always, yeah, we talked about this, a good father, shitty husband. And it's something he regrets. And you know, what's so funny though, I'm on TikTok all day and I see this common thread or chain. Well, I don't know what the heck you call it. That men will say I was a bad husband, but a good dad. And it's so sad to me that some men let it get to that point because all our days are outnumbered and nine out of 10. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ten times most men regret it after they had their fun. They're like, it wasn't even worth it. And uh, just, it just reminds me of Frank. I don't know if I'm I know. I wonder. No, I wonder. I wonder what people can do. Like, what can men do to not get to that point? I don't, is it not, I, I don't know what they need to do. Feel I don't know. It's so hard because it, it's a, a lot of people that ha- it happens to. And again, back to TikTok, because I'm obsessed with TikTok, but it's, I, I'll see the older men now talk about it and they're like, it's the biggest regret of my life. And it's like, okay, well, ugh, okay. Yeah. Like, like you said, how can these men just get to the point that they don't feel like they need to do this? I just Maybe, think people did, need to did he get married like, young? How they were young, right? Or yeah, no? They were they were young. I don't See, think that's they were why that young. I, really I know, but I do young. think when you're really young, you just don't know better. Yeah, you don't. I do think you should get married in your 30s. However, I still think guys do that in their 30s. So yeah. where they, you know, whatever. Now I'm like out here searching. Frank Catania got married to Dolores. Because <laughs> <laughs> not because I feel like. Okay, so I don't know. It says 1994. I don't even know how old they are. That's a lot of math for me. I, mean, I can't even do it. Melissa finally says something right in this episode. She she told him like just take a step back. In yeah. That scene, and I'm like, finally, she's saying something right. Yeah, it just for him. He says it's the furthest he and Dolores has been in years. Brittany says that she felt insecure at first with how Dolores and Frank were, but once she saw how they actually were towards each other, it was something she didn't have to worry about. You know, and and I agree with her. Just seeing them firsthand, there's there's nothing there. There's no chemistry. You know, I know some people would root for them just because they're funny, but they're like brother sister funny. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that. And Melissa brings up her 17 nose jobs while. Oh my God. Why does, she, why does she always have to like these jokes that like the fans or someone's creates like maybe one time she like, she like all always thinks about it and like starts bringing it up her, well, her she, nose job. She lied. She lied four times about getting a nose I job. I know. So times. she lied straight face to Andy, to every single person who would ask. So now she's trying to act like, uh, you think 17. I care to lie? Yeah. I know. Now she's trying to exaggerate even more to take away from the fact that she did have four nose jobs and that her nose still kind of Exactly. And then she always does that too with the whole sprinkle cookie stuff. And it's like, you're annoying. Yeah. You're not you, funny. She's really yeah. I swear, iconic, if she was funny. i promise if she was funny there's a lot of housewives that are like annoying but like funny like i love them you're not funny you're not you're you have no nothing going on with your personality yeah like i feel like vicky is one who's kind of like annoying but she's so good and she's so she's funny. amazing i love yeah, her she's, she's amazing like, for tv but i can't like, stand her but annoying. i love her right That's yeah what I feel about vicky reality tv gold shannon like reality tv gold you know those type of people. Tamara, no. Tamara, Tamara's a vile person. And we're, we're not fans <laughs> of Tamara right now. But, but like, yeah. but I, yeah. Yeah, I haven't finished Tamara yet, but she's she has her up and yeah. down seasons. She, she totally does. Okay, so then Melissa keeps bringing up Margaret saying Melissa could be with a ball player. And it's so funny how she's not even annoyed with Margaret about it. She is annoyed with Jen about it for telling her when Margaret is the one who said it. And I'm so sick of Margaret not getting shit for what she says. I don't know why they give her, like, so much credit. Because they have a lot of shit on her. They do. I know, but but they, like, are making it like she's, like, this crazy mastermind. Like, Taylor Swift is a mastermind, not fucking Margaret Joseph, okay? Like, what does she do? Like, I know she has things, but she's, like, what... How is she this crazy mastermind? Like, what really has she done? She... I don't... Other I than the affair find, thing. I know, but she does find shit out about people. First off, Chantel, she is the... The reason that the Evan and Jackie rumor came out, it came out from Margaret. Margaret told Joe, who told Joe Gorka. So Margaret's husband told Joe Gorka. Joe Gorka told Teresa and them. So that all came from Margaret. And look how she didn't get shit for it. She got no shit for it. Nothing. Because, you know what, she'll take them off camera and she'll be like, just so you know, this is what happened. Someone brought it up. And then I don't know why my husband went back and told. It's not a big deal. Just drop it, whatever. And then they pin it on other people. They protect Margaret. And it's like, no, bitch, why did you say it to begin with? Why? You know, that I don't, I don't know. And then Melissa says Jennifer's trying to take it out of context and making it like Margaret is talking shit. But, but Margaret is talking shit. This is like when Melissa did a whole podcast about Teresa's kids and how they owe her and how they wouldn't have food on the table if it wasn't for her and Joe. And then when people blasted her, she said it was taken out of context. No, it wasn't. We listened to the whole thing. It was not even an article. It was you saying it. So there's nothing about this that was taken out of context. Margaret even admitted saying this. And then Melissa says Jennifer has a revenge tour against Margaret. And of course the new housewife, Rachel's annoying ass tells Melissa that when they were at Danielle's daughter's birthday, that Teresa said it's better to have Margaret as a friend than an enemy. But I'm pretty sure Dolores said that the last season or so she said that, didn't she say that when they were outside? I do think she said something along those lines too. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think that it's that I don't think that's a bad comment to say. I do think like your best friend shouldn't be saying that about you, but no one said they're best friends. Like right. they just made it up. So I don't think that's a bad comment. Like you most people are better to have friends as en- than enemies. Like get over it. Exactly. And why is Rachel? I feel like Rachel's so messy. It's the way she's she, no, she's very toxic. She's so toxic. Where she'll say in her confessionals, like, yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Listen, and, Bravo lover, one, two, three, four, you're 
obnoxious. <laughs> and Rachel, no one made it for you to be scared. No one's trying to scare you. You're, you're. Yes. Oh my I, god. I was. She's, she's a lot. She's a lot. I, I don't not, not like her because she's still so new. But she's a lot, and she's showing toxic tendencies. For she, sure. she, because she's already picked a side. So she, when, whenever they, when the other side says anything, she makes it a problem. And this is why they should have never said anything in front of Rachel because she's a walking red flag. You could tell that she's a big mouth. You could tell that she's gonna stir up shit. But then in her confessional, she's like that person who thinks she knows it all. And she's like, yeah, like, I'm not scared, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, why? Why do they cast someone like this? Please. I, I, I was so confused because did anybody make it seem like you should be scared? She reminds me of Megan Edmonds. She reminds me of Megan Edmonds from OC. Oh, wow. Do you get that? I get that from her where she was just like, you know how Megan kept coming She was really Shannon? strong. Yeah, she was really strong Yeah, and first. it was like, she's like, I don't care. I'm not going to back down. And it was yeah. like, oh, you're so <laughs> unlikable, dude. I can't. Uh, so Melissa says she knows fake when she sees it. And Melissa, three- you are fake. You are exactly. fake. Look in the damn mirror, you little, ugh, but God, I can't. And then Teresa being on good terms with Margaret was fake. And it's interesting that she says that considering Margaret has talked a lot of shit about Melissa, but Melissa doesn't care because obviously Melissa knows that it's better to have Margaret as a friend because again, the cheating rumor came from Margaret. So uh, Melissa, you obviously don't hold Margaret accountable. You put things on other people because you too know that it's better to have Margaret as a friend than an enemy, period. And then Melissa says Teresa inviting Margaret is the fakest thing ever. Melissa says she sees Louie for what he is, that he's a manipulator and that he told Teresa to be good with Margaret so Margaret doesn't mess with her. And is Melissa calling herself a manipulator? Because I can guarantee she has told Joe Gorka a lot of things you know she's probably told joe make sure to say this don't say this this doesn't look good when you say this that's what most partners do how does that make louis a manipulator i i can't wait and i can't wait to for him to come out not as a manipulator and she's gonna be like it's crickets with her crickets will will be on her screen yeah and i don't know if you paid attention but when melissa says louis told Teresa to befriend margaret she says that louis did this so that margaret could stop could stop telling the truth about louis but does that mean that Melissa is admitting Margaret is yep. telling the truth about Melissa cheating on Joe since she's the one who put it out there? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. You just admitted right now then, okay, the cheating rumor is true. If Margaret, you know, she wants Margaret to stop telling the truth, you just admitted that that rumor that Margaret puts out there is true. You did cheat on Joe with uh, that Nick Barada guy, according to you. It's and crazy. I don't think Teresa and I don't think Teresa is being fake to try to befriend Marge. I think she it, she doesn't make it seem like they're best friends. She doesn't sit there and like kiss her ass. It's just yeah. like we're gonna be cordial. cordial. Exactly. Yeah, and 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 like is if that makes Margaret shut up about Louis, then great. Yeah, that's what happens when you're cordial with somebody. Exactly. Then Melissa tells Rachel and Brittany that Teresa can't stand Melissa or Joe. And How that's about a- you don't like Teresa? Yeah. So stop saying Teresa doesn't like us. You don't yeah. like Teresa. Exactly. And 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 Melissa says that's a fact. Uh, and Melissa says she's not rolling with a fake BS. So if she isn't rolling with the fake BS, why didn't she stay home when Joe Gorka did at the Love Bubble party? Exactly. If she, if she is not rolling with a fake BS, then why on June 8th when Teresa texted Melissa and said, I'm so happy we resolved things and sent her the inv- invitation, why did Melissa respond and say, yes, same, we'll be there? If you're so over the fake BS, why are you being fake with, you know, with Teresa behind the scenes? 
her whole I don't give a F persona is fake. So it's like you can't call these people and say all these things when you are the person that's doing it. Yeah, and you're fake as hell. And then Rachel says that they were trying to warn her about Margaret and Melissa says they're trying to ice Margaret out and that's what it is. And Rachel says in her confessional, I think this is when you talk about she never even asked for their opinion and she's not afraid of anyone. Yeah. Ooh, tough Rachel. <laughs> like, I, I can't. She, I even wrote, she acts like such a tough guy that she's not afraid of anyone. But I wish that she would tell the girls to their face that she didn't ask for their opinion, but she didn't. She just st stood there. So next time she needs to look at Teresa, look at Jennifer and say, I I didn't ask for your opinion so you don't need to tell me that since you're exactly. not afraid mm -hmm. i can't with her so can we get rachel off the show bravo producers if you're listening please let's get rachel off the show because i'm not trying to see a divided cast and that's all she's bringing we already have it so no need to further the divide so rachel you need to get up bravo lover one two three four i'm not feeling you so far you need to change you need to take <laughs> notes after this season because this season has failed miserably and you know it you know it failed you know you're not popular right now no one's no one's talking about rachel people are actually talking about danielle people are saying they like danielle no one's saying they like rachel that's a fact but anyway so it's the day of the baseball charity event and jackie shows up which why why is jackie there? i know i know i know we like we we were really tough on jackie but i swear i do kind of like jackie and evan this season they seem more like fresh and more fun because maybe we slept less pressure on them and like well, i think jackie is not targeting the people in the cast she's targeting well she's targeting like the new girls so she's not as annoying because it's yeah like so like girl. she just seems like she comes she's coming in she's actually like excited to have fun like i don't know so yeah. I kind of like them, but you know, I think that Jackie is like, oh my gosh, I need to be positive and I need to not start shit so that they don't ice me out. Yeah. And that's, that's where I think Jackie's coming from. Dolores has the calendar shoot ready to sell. Margaret arrives and says she wouldn't miss it, which we know Margaret tells Danielle that her saying Melissa could be with a ball player by the way, because they start talking about it is a compliment while Jennifer's just spinning it. And I agree with Danielle because Danielle in her confessional says, if someone is going to say that, they don't believe you have a good marriage. If they're going to tell you that it's because they don't believe you have a good marriage. And we're not 16 years old when you, That's when so you true. can tell some, yeah, where you can tell someone that comment and people are like, yeah, whatever. It's disrespectful to princess Gorka to say that. And Danielle says, if you want to build her up, compliment her tits, not say she can get a ball player, which again, who the hell wants to be with a ball player to begin with? Look, look what it's done for Chloe. That's what I said. I was so confused with that. Like, how is that a compliment? Yeah, I would never want a ball player ever in my life. I'm not trying to be insecure for the rest of my life while my husband <laughs> cheats on me in every fucking state possible. Like, exactly. no, thank you. <laughs> and then Danielle says that Jennifer and Teresa are her friend and she feels put in the middle. And she phrases it that Jennifer and Teresa are looking out for her, saying she is a better friend than an enemy. And that's when Rachel's annoying ass comes in because she's like, okay, perfect. My opportunity to speak up against them. And she's like, they were also saying blah, blah, blah. And, and there's just a way to phrase things. And I think Danielle phrased it right. If she's going to say something, you know, she's, she's saying it in a vulnerable way where it's like, so understand where I'm coming from, where Rachel comes in just really one-sided. Like I'm telling on you, nana, nana, boo-boo. What is it? Nana, nana. Yeah. Nana, nana, boo-boo. I don't know. But clearly I don't like Rachel. Danielle and, to me is just being honest. Yeah. And cause Danielle does say something like, I'm afraid that Margaret, 
like why would I want to be friends with someone who's just going to be wanting to yes, do something and dig yeah. up my information? So like, I'm happy she said that because that is so true. It's like, if that's your reputation, which that is your reputation, why would someone want to like be your friend for exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah. And see, that's why I like the way that Danielle came about everything, the way that she spoke about it. Even if she spoke about the conversation, she did it in the right way. And she didn't do it in a way where she's it was being annoying. mean to Margaret yeah. mm-hmm. or being rude or saying, I don't want to be your friend, but it's like, I'm just going to be honest with how I feel with you because I do want to start a friendship with you, you know? So that's where Danielle's getting it right. And she's going to be cast next season. Whereas in, you know, Rachel, the only reason Bravo's going to cast her if they do is because they're not paying her much to be on the show and they're trying to save some money. And they're like, look, we got a young person with kids. And again, I don't, I feel like Bravo has something against young people or older people, but I actually do like watching you know, people in their 40s, early 50s. I think it's interesting and But whatever. not Marge? Because you said Marge is old. Isn't she 60? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When I say she's old, she's she doesn't have anything. She doesn't have yeah, kids. She doesn't, kids. Yeah, she exactly. She doesn't have the Brianna, Ricky's Brianna, and then Brianna's kids. She doesn't have any of that. Yeah. I don't care about Joe, who, again, zips her pants up for her and she says wipes her ass i do, that's disgusting to me i would never want to be in a relationship with a guy that i felt comfortable with him wiping my ass i know she's just saying that but it's still just weird to me i don't like it and uh, yeah you you settled for your ex or your current husband so have fun with that but anyways margaret still acts like she has no idea why Teresa would be mad at her and it's like maybe because you're talking to louis psycho ex-girlfriend who won't let him go and has followed each person on the cast continues to talk about louis hello crazy ex-girlfriend red flag maybe that's why even though i don't think Teresa gives two shits about the ex-girlfriend i know for a fact she doesn't give any shits about any of his ex-girlfriends but the fact that you're doing that is just weird because again you're digging information it's it's all weird like get a fucking life and focus on you know what i want to see margaret i want to see you trying to get with your your stepkids again and and i want to see what their problem with you is that's what i want to see show me the real shit show me why they don't want to talk to you yeah go to therapy with them exactly let's let's find out for real what the issue is she so so, yeah i'm just god i'm just so over margaret uh so danielle she's trying to figure out margaret Margaret says that anything Jennifer says at this point is because she's suffering really badly right now. So does that mean Margaret's suffering? Cause she's saying crazy shit. Like, I don't understand these people. I really, really don't. It kills me. No, I'm so over. I'm so over her. And then Jennifer, remember how she told Bill to not be, not be nice to Margaret, but then Margaret, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's like, Hey, Bill. Exactly. The second she sees Bill, (laughs) she has a huge smile on her face. Like, yeah, she literally was like, Hey, Bill, how's it going? Which of course he's going to be receptive. And she does it to piss Jennifer off. I don't blame Bill for saying hello back. You no, know? I I mean Jennifer should Jennifer shouldn't have even told him not to be nice because like because one day you might get good with Marge and then you don't want her to like hate your husband because okay, you no, told uh, that's bullshit. I would absolutely tell my husband that. I would be telling him. I husband, know, but I know you tell him that. But if I tell you, Chantel, if I'm beefing with someone and I tell you, do not be good with them. I understand why you wouldn't get involved because I'm going to get me and that person are going to 
get back to normal. And guess what? You're going to be iced out. Now I'm saying iced out every second, but, and then you're <laughs> going to be iced out. So I get that. But with a husband, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. If Margaret, if Margaret never spoke to my husband again, good. I don't really care. I don't need you guys to be best friends. Cause I'll never yeah, be best I friends with you. I guess I, I just wouldn't have, I would never want like Bill to be mean to her because Jennifer said, but like he could act he a little never, cold. Yeah. He would never anyways. He's not even like that. He's just kind of there. Melissa brings her son, little Joey. And what was epic he's so is cute. when, yeah, he's, he's actually so damn cute. Like he to me is so adorable. Yeah. No, he's so cute. I swear. And when Teresa walked out of the uh, car, she walked out with Melania and Gia and then Louis, you hear fans cheering, screaming. I for know. Her. And then I think like I was in Melania. She kind of did like, Hey, yeah, she was like, <laughs> she was waving high. Like she was like the princess or something. It was cute. Not princess Gorka, but she was waving high. Like she was, you know, royalty. It was cute. I don't know. But then, so Teresa and Louis come inside and Joe Gorka hears them. And what does he do? Like he, a little damn, did coward. he run? Right. He ran, he ran like a oh, fucking, my coward and then he uses his little son as a tool and demands that his son go away from Teresa and follow him and I just thought that was so disgusting because he wanted his little Joey to not go by his aunt or yeah Melania. I know and then the way Gia came and like hugged Joey I was so sad yeah. Because it's like she hadn't seen him and she was like, hi, like she wanted I just like know. to hold him. And Joe explains in his confessional, he's like, I want to keep my distance. Okay, that's fine. Keep your distance. Why does your son have to keep his and distance? Okay, this is my thing too. It's like, okay, if you don't like Teresa and you mostly don't like Teresa, why are you guys just telling her that? And then that's it. Like, why are you guys doing these small things? And then like after, then they, after like her kids finally say hi to you, you're warming up a little bit and then you're trying to be a little, I don't know. It's just so confusing to or me. They're, or they're what his problem oh, we is. want peace. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, I'll do Then don't tell her you want peace. Don't tell her. Instead of, he literally, you guys, Joe Gorka literally hides in the bathroom. Like, what the fuck are we watching right now? I was Princess so Gorka, confused. It's so funny. He's not tough anymore when his group of boyfriends aren't around him. When they're not all there to hype him up and act like what he's saying is human, then he goes and he hides in the bathroom. And it's like, and, I thought you guys don't get the kids involved. Oh, and he says, and he says it because she can switch. I don't know if you wrote it down exactly what he said, but he says it because he's like, my sister like can switch. Oh it's my gosh. princess. Victim. You are the problem. Victim. Victim. You switch. Victim. It's just funny because you don't think like like they say Melissa and Joe say, "Oh yeah, we don't get our we don't get our kids involved." But you don't think that Joey's not picking up on the fact that you're running away from your sister and you want him to run away with you as well. Exactly. I don't understand. And yeah, so Gia and Melania, when they're talking to little Joey, they tell him, oh, he got taller. They're acting very loving towards him as they should. Teresa gives him a hug. And Melissa is the one who said she's done acting fake with Teresa. But all she's doing right now is acting nothing but fake, making conversation with Teresa, mm -hmm. which I like. But you said you're 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 done with the fake shit. That's why so that's why I'm so confused with them. It's like you either go one way or you don't. Right. And then Melissa starts showing Teresa the boy calendar, and Princess Gorka comes in from the back. He literally <laughs> walks out of the bathroom. Like I'm so embarrassed for him and says hi to Teresa. And then Louie comes and he hug he hugs Princess Gorka. Gio Gia also runs up to Princess Gorka, says hello. Louis' son is even being so respectful. And he goes up to Princess Gorka, says hi, no matter how much shit that Princess Gorka has talked about Louis. He still does that. Melania is respectful. They all go up to him and say hello. And he just acts like a little biatch. It's the craziest thing to me.
Like, ew, t- if that was my uncle, bye. If that was my uncle, I would literally tell my mom, mom. <laughs> what we would probably, we would tell our mom, mom, stop talking to him. I'm not even kidding. Stop talking to him. And, we, and I would, I would for sure get involved. I, I would for sure get involved because I would not be able to hold oh, it. Oh, absolutely. And I'd be like, that's I don't, like a bitch. Yeah, that's, I don't think it's wrong when the kids get involved. They're yeah. seeing it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's wrong. And I don't think the aunts and uncles, unless like you're disrespectful and you start like calling your aunt and uncle names, that's like on a yeah. whole different level. That's like, okay, calm down. Um, even though I just said like, you're being a bitch, but with your uncle, if you're joking and you have that relationship, you're, you're not going to say it to him that. and you're not going right, to say I mean, like, yeah. you're going to, yeah. <laughs> would I? I don't know. I would not no. have one uncle. And I'm like, I'm always like, remember when I was your flower girl? <laughs> <laughs> and Chantel was so jealous, by the way, because we have so many girl cousins. And he yeah, and why? Me. And I didn't understand why they picked you I know. over me. We were six days apart. Like, why did they pick you? Were I you know. cuter? Like, do you think you're cuter? I don't know. No, I don't no, think I that's think what you it like, was. I think you like, um, were being Chantel, like, Chantel, shut the you hell being, up. No, you oh were being gosh. a kiss ass to his, um, his wife at the time. Yeah, probably, because I knew that spot was going to be open, and I knew <laughs> I had to take that spot, and I did. I did. I, got, I became the flower girl, and none of us have ever walked in a wedding at that point. My uncle got married older. Yeah, I think we were, like, what? how old were we? Like, 10? Yeah, like, yeah, we were 10 years old. Obviously, that marriage didn't work, but my uncle got married older. <laughs> he had met her. It was real quick, and yeah, it didn't work out, though. But yeah, we. I did. I, I was the flower girl, and I don't even know why we t- were talking about that, but Chantel was, she was a hater. Also, my mom was, like, sensitive, so they probably made me the flower girl, so <laughs> my mom wouldn't get sad about it or something uh so oh, family fun, drama i swear okay so anyways they're they're playing ball everyone's having a great time jennifer jokes that princess gorka isn't tall enough to catch the ball and you already know that princess is gonna make that a big deal and danielle is killing it and we find out that she grew up with all boys played sports and i'm not surprised one bit i could actually see her being like that she reminds me of my cousin michelle yeah, I just think Dolores is such a good job um, on this baseball game, and it looked so fun, and I loved watching literally them play. I thought it was so it was so fun to watch them. I know. And then we also see a flashback of, sorry, because I keep talking about Danielle, but we do see a, see, like, she's so interesting to me compared to Rachel. Like, we don't know anything about Rachel, but we see a flashback of Danielle, and it's cute because you can tell her parents were those parents that were like our parents. Like, they videotaped everything, and, you know, they got so excited. They were always doing activities, because, like, growing up, Chantel and I, we would, my uncle would get us all together. We'd all play baseball in his backyard, and he would videotape us, and we watch the videos now. And it's funny, because she looks exactly like her daughter. I don't know if you noticed that when she was a kid. No. Yeah, you weren't paying attention. Chantal got bored. But <laughs> yeah, she looked exactly, viewers, if you guys saw it, she looked exactly like her daughter. But Jennifer and Rachel get to talking, and Rachel ch- tells Jennifer about Olivia saying she wants to, that Olivia ended up telling her at Danielle's party that she wanted to help couples when she grows up. And you can tell Jennifer's affected. This was and a you, great scene. Yeah, you could tell she was sad about it all. And she explains to, Rachel, that that's exactly why she never wanted her children to know about this. And Olivia has a big personality. She always wanted to be on stage. So for her to say it is concerning. It really was sad. I think if this doesn't help people understand why Jennifer was so mad about this whole thing, then I don't know what will because this literally puts it all into perspective. Exactly. And then it, moving on to Frank. So Frank asked Dolores where Polly is and they bring up the heart surgery and Melissa says, Oh, is, is everything? So he's fine. And she's like, I mean, it's a heart surgery. It's a big, it's a big surgery. Dolores, she got a little defensive. I don't know if you caught that because <laughs> yeah. Melissa was like, everything's good though. Right. And she's like, well, it's a heart surgery, you know, your heart, you know, and like, <laughs> I was dying. Uh, Melissa said, because she probably is so like, she probably is so scared because of all the shit she got from her ex, like not being 
being there. So like when they're like, why isn't he here? And he hasn't been to a couple things that we have now seen. Right. And this is Dolores's yeah. event. So she had to make sure oh, like yeah. she was saying, she it had to make sure on. she was saying, no, it's his heart's heart surgery. Yeah. Well, Melissa says she thought that he didn't show because of Frank and Joe involves himself and says that Frank is sad. Dolores just says it's a transition and Frank says he misses their relationship. Frank says that Dolores doesn't answer his calls anymore. You know, she'll say, I'll call you later. But I think it's just because she's always with Polly and Polly's like, don't fucking answer. It's not, don't answer his call. Like you're with me. You're with, you know, your man. Don't answer. And I can, I can understand that. Yeah. Because she says she's always with him. I know. They started crying, which is so weird. I know. Frank's, Frank says that he started crying the other day, and then he started crying again. And it, it's so hard, because I get where Polly's coming from, too, but he literally has zero to worry about. So it's really not that big of a deal. If he loves Dolores, just accept Frank, right? But do you think... Yeah, but do you think Dolores cares to... I think Del- Dolores, at the point, she doesn't care to, like, have conversations with Frank, though, anymore. It's like, she was probably bored before, and she was, like, you know, having the conversations, but, like, now it's like, she's over it. Do you think she is doing this to, like, have a show, to, to have, like, a storyline? Because here's what happened. Here's what producers do. Producers grabs every single person before the show starts, and they say, tell me a bunch of things that are going on in your life that, you know, we're going to be covering, that we're going to be following you on. And, I mean, this obviously is really happening to her, but maybe she's hyping it up for the show. Because I do feel like half the time they're hyping it up for the show. I know, I know. I think so, too, because I don't... But, I mean, like, but then he was crying, so it's like... I'm not saying Frank is. I'm saying Dolores. I'm saying Dolores saying, well, whatever, it's a transition. Get over it. Like, I'm in this relationship. You need to move on. Yeah. And Frank really... No, and I think Frank really, truly doesn't understand why she's saying that. So, I I know that Bravo puts a lot of pressure on them, asks them what's going on, which is, is normal because, yeah, what is going on? And this happens to be one of Dolores's thing that's happening. And I think she might just be hyping it up a little bit because anyone, a blind person would be able to see that these two are not into each other. And Paul has nothing to be threatened about period. Agreed. So the game's almost over. And Zia Teresa calls little (laughs) Joey over. You're so funny. I know I like that. And then she asks if he lightened his hair and she does this when her girls are around. Cause it's clear princess Gorka told his son prior to stay by his side and not talk to his aunt when the cameras weren't rolling guarantee when the cameras weren't rolling, they didn't have mics on. He was like, make sure you stay by me. Make sure. Yeah. Because like, like their he kids was... know everything there. You can tell, you can tell even from little Joey, he's like scared to respond. Yeah. So like, it's exactly, it's like, you don't want your kids to be involved. And why would he, why would it be a problem for her to talk to Joey? Exactly. So stupid. We, we all know they know everything. The way Joey acted, see, Melissa's smart. We give, again, we said this the last episode, Melissa is very smart. She's not going to do that on camera. She's instead, she'll have a talk with Antonia, no matter what happens with Zia Joe or Zio Joe or whatever, Zia Teresa and Joe or your dad, make sure you're always friends with them, blah, blah, blah. And she's smart. She makes sure to do things like that. Where Joe, he can't hold his emotions. He can't control himself. <laughs> so he's like, Joey, come here, Joey. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh my God, your son's like 10 years old, you psychopath. And Teresa and her daughters, they make small talk. And you can tell they love little Joey. And then we see the camera aim at Princess Gorga, who seems livid because he just wants to yep. control the situation. But he doesn't want to look bad or Melissa might get mad that he's blowing their cover. And Gia, in her confessional, says her cousins are growing up so fast and that when she sees them, she's reminded that she's not able to see them as much as she'd want. Because as you can see, Princess Gorka 
doesn't want his kids around them. And she says it feels like Zia Joe and Zia Melissa are trying to put a wedge between them. And Gia's spot on. Zio Joe shouts from across for Joey to go by him so they can go. So it's like if you didn't, if you didn't have a problem with it, you'd go up while your little son is talking and being like, you know, you would engage in the conversation and be like, all right, we're gonna head out. But instead, you yell for him to come so that you guys could leave. Yeah, I wonder he's he was crazy for that. And I wonder if Gia does like, do you think she could ask him to hang out and then they would or they wouldn't because of their parents? I just like, do you think, think it's she's tried? To a point where it's so awkward. Okay. I, I, okay. So we we know that Melania and Antonia Snapchat and they talk through there. I'm sure they all talk for birthdays and stuff. But come on, like Antonia, she doesn't say anything because her mom tells her, "Do not say anything. Do not ever comment on the show. Do not say anything. Whatever you do, don't comment." But Antonia's gonna have her mom's back, and she probably feels like you know, I don't even want to be friends with them because they're talking about my mom or whatever. They know what's happening. They know absolutely everything that's happening. Wasn't Melissa talking to her, her daughter about having sex one season. So if they know that they know what the F is happening between their parents. Okay. Melissa's on the phone with her sisters all day, every day talking about it while Antonia is right there. So it's all stupid to me that they act like her, their kids don't know. And there, and there was even a scene when they won the game that Louis' son gives little Joey a high five. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, he. Like, let's just, and like, let's, yeah, let the, let the feelings men. Like, imagine, because Teresa has four girls and they have two boys. So, like, like um, Melissa's doesn't have boys from Teresa's side or whatever. But like, now that they have Louis, like, you would have guy yeah. cousins. Like, I don't know. It's just, cra- it's crazy. It is. Well, Dolores raised 200K, which she's thrilled about. and She's so charitable. Yeah, she really, really is. That's the one thing about her because we we just rewatch, and I swear she did so, – she hosted so yeah. many things. She did this, like, other, like, cancer thing, like Lady Bug. Yeah. No, that, no that, that was Gina. <laughs> <laughs> but she did something with cancer. Yeah, it wasn't Ladybug. but Ladybug, dude, yeah. <laughs> Like everyone it was something who doesn't else even Dolores watch did. knows that Gina does ladybug. No, it was something else she did with like makeup and like hair or something for cancer people. And so that was she's just very charitable and I love that about her. Yeah. So then okay, so Jennifer and Bill are seeing a therapist, and most Middle Eastern men, they are not for this. So I'm glad to see Bill sucking it up. Bill agreed to it once he heard Olivia say that she wanted to be a love therapist. And Jennifer even tells Bill if he has any concerns with things she does, she wants to know. She wants him to be open about it in this therapy session. And you can tell Bill is uncomfortable. And before we talk about it, I, I need to know who did Jennifer dirty by referring this therapist. Oh my, wait, wait, wait I literally have it on here. Like, do, do, we, do we think this therapist even vibes with them? Like, you have to find, like, Finding, like, um, a ther- a good therapist is, like, finding, like, the right boyfriend. You need to, like, test them out. You need to know that they, like, know your your history, your values. I was so confused. I loved Teresa's therapist. I loved her. Because- was this Jen Fessler's? Because, remember, she asked, she called Jen Fessler for therapy. I don't think it was Jen Fessler's. I think what happens is bro- a lot of therapists aren't willing to record. Mm. And I think that they find a therapist that's willing to record. And this therapist just happened to say that. And it's like, lady, you have lost your whole clientele after this because you were not doing anything at all to help the situation. She even chuckled a couple times. Did you hear I, that? Um, No, I don't. I So I, I won't lie. Like, I, I think I watched like three minutes of it and then my computer died. So I didn't finish <laughs> the scene. Chantel, you guys, Chantel calls me and she's like, hey, is the ending like this therapy session, by the way? And I was like, yeah, why? And then she's like, my computer died. And I was like, did you finish it? She's like, 
I think. And I was like, oh my God, you didn't finish it. She's like, well, my computer died. It's fine. I'm like, okay. Because I knew I was toward the end. So I was like, okay, I'm yeah. not going to charge this and turn it back on and like, like get to the point, watch some ads. Like I couldn't do it. Um, So like, yeah, I just, but I do know, I do, I had it in my notes, like this therapist was not okay for them to whatsoever. Terrible. And it sucks because Bill is already someone who doesn't believe in therapy and this probably ruined it entirely from It's so her sad. Bill, which really does suck. <laughs> and Jennifer tells the therapist that Bill cheated on her when she was pregnant with her fourth kid and that it was like, it never happened after. It wasn't until Margaret brought it to life that she had to process it and process every, everyone knowing, including her children. And then she gets choked up. She says it was sad. She says Olivia found out on TikTok and that she wants, and that her daughter now wants to be a love therapist. And that when they bicker, she asks her parents to kiss. The, the therapist says it's from wanting to know her parents are secure. But again, the therapist started chuckling when, or yeah, is it chuckling? Chucking? Chucking? Yeah, chuckling? no chuckling. Mm -hmm. Chuckling when, when she brings up TikTok. And I was just like, okay, I don't like this therapist at all. Uh, but Jennifer was just really getting choked up and it was, it was just sad. And Bill is not saying anything, but is asked how he feels with the kids now knowing. And oh my God, this is like a Middle Eastern thing. Bill says that the kids see Jennifer as someone who doesn't push them much, someone who isn't the disciplinary, whereas in he is harder on them. And now he feels like he can't push his kids because of this. But, and he says his kids need micromanagement, but Bill, you did this at the end of the day. If you think that, oh, now you feel like you can't be tough on them and they need tough love because now they're going to get even more mad at you because you cheated on their mom. Well, maybe you shouldn't have cheated on the, their mom. I mean, Bill's a nice guy, but I was just like, ugh, sh I don't know. I just feel like guys suck. Like, yeah, I just feel like wife. just take accountability and then, and then you can still be a good dad and discipline them. They're never, yeah. I don't know. Right. I think it's all about how you go about it. It's like, it's like, you're not even there probably to discipline them. So that's why it's exactly. not because and, you cheated. And then if you feel if you, okay, this is what I don't understand about men. This is a lot of middle Eastern old school dads. If you feel they need micromanagement, then be involved, do more Exactly. work. Yeah. Work isn't everything. We're going to all die one day. I'm sure he can cut back a little and be part of his kid's life. And, and then he'll then realize it's not easy as he thinks it is. And Jennifer makes the best point ever. She she says that she's one person and has five kids and five kids and it's a one to five person ratio and that it's hard. And I feel Jennifer, I feel so bad for Jennifer because the older generation, Middle Eastern guys think if they work and bring in the bacon, that the wife is the only one who has to raise the children and the, the contri contribution that they bring is to criticize while they don't even raise their kids, they just bring in the money and they don't, you know, they just work. So because they work, they're allowed to criticize the mom for how she is raising the kids. But I can tell you that when I'm on maternity leave, when I have had my kids, being on maternity leave and being at home with all the kids is harder than me working a corporate nine to five job, which is crazy. But it, yeah. it is. It's so much harder. And I guarantee Jennifer, even though she gets all the nice things that she does get because her husband works so hard, she would tell him, cut back 15 hours, I, I'll, I'll not have this car. Yeah. I guarantee she would say that because they don't, then they don't care. And I mean, okay, people make fun of Jennifer because she talks about how many bathrooms she has or whatever, but she also will buy, you know, she will buy clothes from Amazon and she owns it and she says, I don't need to, I can't afford expensive clothes. You know, I know we had saw, I think Chantal had saw when we went to that event, they were wearing like thousand dollar shirts and I just don't understand people like that that would wear a shirt that cost fifteen hundred dollars and Chantel was saying that about some of them and I, again I don't understand that but Jennifer can do that and she doesn't do that and I can respect that I think that's great yeah. mm -hmm. 
And I'm happy to report, by the way, because I keep talking about Middle Eastern people, that our generation, I'm 30 years old, majority of relationships are not like that unless they still believe in that old school mentality. But Jennifer got married 20 years, 20 plus years ago. So it was still very much like that. And Bill is an old school voter. So I'm not shocked about how he's acting. To me, it's like we've seen this or known of parents like this. Uh, but Jennifer does say the second he comes home, he goes to the pool house and then he'll sit there for three hours. And once the kids have eaten, that's when he'll come, you know, come home. And Judy, the therapist, she does seem shocked by Bill's silence. And Jennifer just says, yeah, well, this is, this is Bill. He's always silent. And Jennifer just says she's fed up. She wants to be an equal partner. And I can't believe that when Jennifer did get cheated on, she didn't seem to give a shit at all. Cause I personally can't imagine just dropping it. I'd be like Shannon Bedore bringing it up every two seconds. Oh, wow. You know how- I missed all this. <laughs> Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rewind. <laughs> so you didn't, damn, you probably, as soon as the therapy session happened, you probably cut it damn, off. Damn, how long was the therapy session? 10 <laughs> minutes? Like, no, I it really like was. therapy. <laughs> I swear. Well, Jennifer, okay, so the ending is that Jennifer just wants him to show that he cares and the therapist literally said nothing. She helped in no way. Like, <laughs> I still don't know what the F that was. I cannot believe that. I feel I so bad I wonder if they're going to bring bring that therapist up at the reunion or something. I, just a funny I want to reach out to Jennifer and be like, Jennifer, are you, what what's going on with that therapist? Did you ever see her again? And does Bill ever want to see a therapist again? Because that would take any old school dad to be like, we will never see a therapist. That was a waste of our life. And she obviously agreed with me because she didn't even give me shit or hold me accountable for anything. Exactly. Like that's how Bill's probably looking at it. But that was the episode, you guys. That's Chantal, I think. That was a lot. I felt like we had a lot to cover. I, I was just writing so many notes this episode. I know. We're over an hour, which is crazy because, like, I think it was oh such gosh. a good episode. I know. I actually thought this episode was good. Not that it was, like, great, but there was just a lot to cover. It was also, entertaining. It wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, having to watch the newbies, like, families. Like, you know, yeah. it was, like. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I guess. I know. We're not attached to them just yet. No one ever has a good first season. Except Shannon Bedore. Shannon Bedore had a good first season. Again, we're we're we keep talking. I know we keep talking OC, which which is which is crazy, you guys. I am rewatching OC and Heather's husband Terry. He's like a Bill because like they're both doctors, and this guy does not come home and see his kids at all. And he literally says in his confessional, like, I'm not. I don't feel guilty about that, and I feel guilty that people think that I should feel bad about not seeing my kids. I'm like, wow, you're heartless. Who Terry says that? Yeah, you're gonna see it. You're gonna die. This one scene. Wow. He's like, I don't. He's like, I love working. I don't care to see my kids. I'm like, oh wow, wow. That's yeah, so disgusting. And I'm sure when Heather saw that, like, because he said it in his own confessional, I'm sure she got so pissed. Well, you you can see that Heather's accepted her life though, which is like probably nice for him that she. But I'm sure behind closed doors, she's the type who would nag the shit out of him. I could see that. Yeah, but that's so disgusting. Like people realize we're gonna die one day. Not, not, we're not gonna look back and be like, I wish I worked more. We're gonna look back and say, I wish I spent more time with my family. I wish I appreciated the time with my kids. I always tell my husband that because I'm so thankful he has a flexible job and we're able to take our kids on the weekends. Like we both believe that. And I don't care to be, you know, having, uh, keeping up with the Jones, having millions, like we live comfortably and that's all I want. So I don't know. I just, Amen, think these, idiots, these, yeah, these idiots just don't realize that, but 
Yeah, that's that's today's episode. Chantel's actually going to Miami. Oh my gosh, you're going to Miami on part two of. Uh... I know, but I can probably record in the morning because it comes on Peacock, so we can like do it in the morning, and then I go on my flight. So. Yeah, we'll see. Because I have Sloan and I have Jack and God knows they're very active in the morning and all that stuff. So I actually go back to work, you guys, next Tuesday and I'm so nervous. But I think for me, it's more, um, it's just the thought of going back to work, which is, is more stressful than actually going back to work. I think you're going to like it because you're not going to have your kids. Yeah, I swear to God, you guys. (laughs) You're a stay-at-home mom. God bless you. I promise to God. Like, I work corporate America. I've worked there 10 years. I promise being a stay-at-home mom. And I work in, like, HR sales. That's hard. You have to consistently have a goal, and you have to make sure you meet, exceed it. And I swear to God, being at home with my kids, I love them to death. I'm so obsessed with my children is so much harder. And that's, and there, that's another thing. I'm sorry that we keep bringing up OC, but there was a scene where Shannon Bedore, cause Vicky, you know, Vicky thinks she's a shit that she works. And Shannon was like, I work too. I'm a see at home mom. You don't understand how hard that is. And I'm like, preach Shannon, because you know, the last eight months that I've been at home, I'm like, holy hell, this is like, <laughs> ah, you know? So Yeah. But, okay, I'm going to stop now because we have to edit this and we promised you guys to get this out tonight. So thank you guys for listening to us. Please leave us a review. We've been getting good Please. reviews. We love and it And follow so us on, on Instagram too. Oh, yeah, we hit All about TRH Prepkies. Yeah, that's so exciting. I know. You sound excited. I just went, you know, I'm going to start going <laughs> on there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes. I know. Seriously, start engaging. But thank you guys so much for following us. Leave a great review. Thanks for all my well wishes on my oh, engagement, yeah. too. That was so sweet Congrats. of you guys. Yes. And Chantel will be updating us throughout the process on how wedding planning is going. And if she has is any Melissa. Is that my Melissa's... new storyline? If I was yes. a housewife, would this be my storyline? Well, I want to know if you're going to be, like, having people like Melissa and Joe in your life who – you know, are annoying and making your wedding experience suck. Oh, I'm curious. I know. I know you won't allow it, but okay. Well, bye Chantel. Bye Roxanne. (laughs) Thank you for supporting and listening. Thank you for the lovely messages on Instagram. While we have grown tremendously on the all about TRH Instagram account, we ask that you follow us on all about TRH podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review and let us know your thoughts. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.